Name, image, and licensing, commonly known as NIL, has become a hot-button topic. We're going to talk about it on today's show. Stay tuned, stay locked. See you after the break. Trust and believe. are tuned into episode 109 of the trust and believe nomad cast i'm your host mr anderson thank you for tuning in today on a monday mental combat and we got a great show lined up we're going to talk about nil name image licensing we're going to talk about coach saban coach Deion sanders coach jimbo frisher aaron taylor is going to have comments from him people are frustrated people are mad these players are making all this money they want to go back to amateurism the old school cats say, oh, it's about professionalism. All these guys, why are you paying all these guys and gals to play a sport? They can do that when they become professionals. All the sport is going to be ruined. With all that being said, if you're not familiar with NIL, name, image, and licensing, hopefully I can lay out a, a successful roadmap for you to understand talking about this subject. And those that's familiar with NIL, you're definitely going to have some interesting comments as it relate to the subject matter i will present today so before we get into you know talking about nil and talk about the way ahead and everything let's take a small look back at nil nil can trace its origins to a class action lawsuit filed in the late 2000s that marked the beginning of should athletes be paid former ucla basketball star ed o'bannon argued that college athletes should be compensated for the use of their name and image in video games. June 30th, 2021, the NCAA Board of Directors adopts a temporary rule that opens the door for NIL activity. July 2021, the first batch of state laws concurrent with NCAA new, new rules and regulations go into effect. So now we're talking about NIL. I remember back in the day, um, telling my age here, playing these college basketball games on PlayStation and Genesis, playing college football on those sad systems as well. The names wasn't on there. The names of that Pacific player wasn't attached to it unless we created it. But if you was playing with USC, you knew who number five was. It was Reggie Bush, so on and so forth, right? So the players was like, hey, you know, Ed O'Bannon is up to something. You know, we should be getting paid for our efforts. We're making the university all this money with the uniform, the jersey sales and name and likeness and all that. The universities are getting paid millions upon millions, depending on the university, billions of dollars. So, hey, we we should be able to get a cut, right? We the ones that's out there laying our lives on the line, playing basketball, football, baseball, and all these other sports. We need We need to sniff of this pie as well. We need a piece of this pie as well. So the NCAA pushed back. No, you guys are amateurs. You know, if we that's that goes against the rules of amateurism. You're not professionals yet. You can make your money being a professional, but right now we're gonna make all this money on your backs. We're gonna make the uniform, the jersey sales, the ticket sales, all because everyone wants to see you, and all that money that they're coming to see you with, it will go in our pockets to have us an unbelievable cash cow. So keep on playing, amateurs. Keep on playing. So the players are taking the stand, and I'm definitely for it. But what I will say, like anything else, in order to have a good time, you got to have structure. You got to have regulations. You got to have laws. You got to have something that provides a 
like a structure, more or less. It's the only word I can use right now to provide a structure. So, yes, athletes, you can get paid. You can get compensated for your work as long as you don't represent the university with that work. However, it has to be, I don't know if you want to have a cap on it. You can have something because it's about to be the wild, wild west in college football. So let's talk about Aaron Taylor, former college football player. Aaron Taylor has some interesting comments regarding the NIL. Let's take a listen. It's time to wake the fudge up. Empires don't stay empires forever. They crumble from within and almost always after great runs of dominance. We're at a tipping point, y'all. What's taking place right now behind the scenes in the NIL world is despicable. And it's dangerous and it's irresponsible. And this ain't about the kids getting theirs. Student athletes have always deserved a bigger piece of the pie. This is about the adults in the room. It's always been about the adults in the room, which is how we got the sham notion of amateurism in the first damn place. This is about the institutions and the donor bases and the development departments and the extremely successful men and women that make up that population. But this win by any means necessary mentality is a poison. It's termites. And those termites are eroding the fabric and foundation of what makes this sport the greatest on the planet. There's an old saying that no matter how far down the wrong road you've gone, turn around. Unfortunately for us, I think the genie's out of the bottle and we can't get this toothpaste back in the tube, but we can pull the damn car over, catch our breath, orient ourselves, and figure out a responsible way for everybody to win that is in the best interest of our sport. Because what we're doing now ain't, and we better figure that out. Very valuable comments made by Aaron Taylor. So now let's talk about where we are right now. So last week, Coach Nick Saban, who coaches Alabama, Coach Jimbo Fisher, who used to coach under Nick Saban, currently coaches the Texas A&M University, and Coach Deion Sanders, who coaches Jackson State University, they all was in a triangle of uh, of blame and pointing the finger to everyone. But Nick Saban kind of started things. So let's talk about his comments. Nick Saban. Texas A&M bought every player while Alabama players only made money through NIL deals. Now he's talking about Jackson State here. I mean, Jackson State paid a guy a million dollars last year. It was all in the paper. Everyone saw it, and no one did anything about it. So Coach Jimbo Fisher, who coaches Texas A&M, had this response to Coach Saban. He responded calling Saban a narcissist and saying some people think they're God. It went on to say, Saban is despicable. I know where all the bones are buried. He don't want to go there. Now, Coach Deion Sanders replied to Coach Nick Saban this way. You best believe I will address that lie that Coach Saban told. I will address it tomorrow. He don't want none of this. Now, I will tell you, this whole Coach Nick Saban thing, Alabama has been ruling college football for many, many years, a decade plus. Now, all of a sudden, all your four and five star recruits are going to other schools. Texas A&M, Jackson State, which is a HBCU, Michigan, Ohio State, all these other schools. And Shannon Sharp, I did a duet. Um, I put a duet together this past Saturday 
looking at some of the comments that Shannon Sharp made about Nick Saban. Let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and watch you this. You mean to tell me the man that signed more five, four and five star recruits that everybody went there because they love Alabama. These kids coming from California ain't never been to the country in their damn life. Want to go to Alabama. Number one kid in the country goes to an HBCU and not everybody lost their mind. We got to do something about the NIL. It wasn't no problem before. Only when we decide we want to patronize us, it's a problem. Coach Saban, you wrong for this. You dry snitching. Ain't nobody ask you nothing. Worry about your program. I don't know about y'all, but, you know, my granny ain't had a We ain't had it like that. And if I could have got an NIL deal, Skip, I'm going somewhere to go get granny up out of that shack. That's where I'm going. And the lights going to be on all the time. The phone's going to be on all the time. And we're not going to be eating roadkill. We're going to be eating good. We, granted, we get steak tonight. Sometimes, you know, our people want to bless our point people. Exactly. This whole NIL, now all of a sudden, like Shannon said, all of a sudden now, you upset. Because my thing is, California guys going to Alabama. I told my wife this Saturday, if I'm a guy born in Los Angeles, California, I am a five-star recruit. I got two major universities in my backyard. University of Southern California, University of California, Los Angeles, USC, UCLA. Why on earth am I leaving Los Angeles, California to go play football in Tuscaloosa, Alabama? Now, I'm not saying sometimes you need to change the scenery. Sometimes you need a different taste of water. I get it. But again, born in Los Angeles, I got USC, UCLA in my backyard. I'm in California. Am I? Why am I going to Alabama? So there had to be something for these players to go from all over the country to come play in Alabama. And don't it ain't because, oh, Alabama's been winning championships. Yeah, it's all about the dinero. I don't have any facts, but again, at the end of the day, People that's, you know, well in the know, people that's been around the sport, they currently cover the sport, they will tell you there's something fishy going on. And Jimbo Fisher even said it in this statement. I know where all the bones are buried and something's going to happen. We're going to dig up something. So now if I'm a sports writer trying to make a name for myself, hey, I think I'm going to go ahead and dig some dirt on Nick Saban. I'm about to just open this thing up because I'm telling you it's going to get ugly before it gets beautiful. So here's my comments on college football where they need to go. And I kind of touched this earlier. College football needs a czar. They need someone in charge to, to hold these conferences to a standard because right now it's just the wild, wild west. The Big Ten does what, it's, what it wants. The SEC does what it wants. The ACC does what it wants. No one's in charge of the conferences. In the NCAA, Mark Emmert, he just resigned. They're freaking useless, as everyone knows. So I hire someone to be in charge of college football. Let's just take college football. Hire someone to be in charge of college football with these NILs. Hey, the students can make money. Got it. Do we need to cap it? I don't know. Maybe you shouldn't cap it. Maybe you shouldn't. Because if I'm the captain of the rowing team and, you know, I can't compete against the guy that's the starting quarterback for our college, but football is a gen is a revenue generating sport. College basketball is a revenue generating sport because if those sports are not making any money, the captain of the rowing team can't, can't 
play a sport. They won't have any funds to allocate. So what I'm saying is, and this is my closing, about to close, college football, please, for the, for the grace, for the sake of humanity, sports humanity, just like Aaron uh, Taylor stated in that video I showed you, college football needs someone in charge to hold conferences and individuals, players, coaches, hold them accountable. Let, this is one of the greatest sports. College football is probably under the NFL as far as the, a beautiful sport. But let's preserve the integrity of the sport by hiring someone to be in charge of the sport to lay out the rules, regulations, laws, bylaws, etc. That's all you need. That's the quick fix. And it has to be something has to be something has to be someone that's not affiliated that understands college football. But they have a, a non-biased opinion about college football. Hire somebody. That's all you have to do. All right, that goes. Uh, that <laughs> let's go ahead and walk into our closing remarks today. I hope we all got something out of it. I tried to explain the whole NIL, you know, walk the back, you know, with the history where we at currently. What's the reason why we made this video? Some comments from Shannon Sharp and all three coaches that we talked about in their comments as well. I'm telling you, it's a lot of issues in the world going on. There's some things I don't want to touch, uh, but in the sports world, you know. I wanted to touch this one because it affects a lot of people uh, growing up, want to play football, basketball, soccer, whatever. It's their livelihood. You know, if, if, it, if my son decides he wants to play for the University of Michigan, because that's the only school that matters. If he decides he wants to play for the University of Michigan and he gets offered a deal for White Castle, you know, to for all this money, hey, I'm for it. But it has to be done the right way because there are a lot of leeches. There are a lot of bad agents. There are a lot of bad people. So, again, let's have some regulatory guidance to ensure fair and equal, equal compensation and everything is good to go. But, again, right now it is the wild, wild west. And uh, it's a beautiful struggle. So appreciate you guys tuning in today. Have a great day. Have a great Monday. Be safe. Be blessed. Godspeed. Until next time, trust and believe.